This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for Round the Boards, updates from Dunedin City Community Boards on ORFM Dunedin's awesome morning show. And time for us to catch up on this uh, 23rd of November with uh, Joy Davis from Mosgill Tauri Community Board who joins us on the line now. Morena, how are things out on the Tauri this morning, Joy? Uh, Kia ora, Jeff. Things are very peaceful and a little overcast today. Always peaceful out there. Love trip out to the Tyree. Seems to just slow the world down just a little bit. But I uh, know there's plenty going on, however. Um, now, let, let's just touch base a wee bit on, uh, we know that the Dunedin food, we know food banks all over the country have been doing it tough, of course. Um, we come into the season now where there's uh, always traditionally great demand on our food banks, but we've had the added complication of, of COVID and uh increased demand right through the year, plus the difficulty with getting out and about and, and doing the collections in the way that they normally do, especially the big emergency services um, collection, which uh, usually sends emergency services vehicles and personnel out into the communities, blaring the sirens and encouraging people to come out of their houses to make donations. None of that happened this year, but no. we've seen a great response from the community to uh, collect in other ways. Yes, and uh, just amazing. The DCC, and then they challenged all the other larger companies in Dunedin who didn't need much of a challenge, and look at the support that came in. Um, I know here out in Mosgill that we've got a very, very supportive community on the Tyree, um, and my understanding is that Allenton and Outram folks, there's a group of people out at Outram who have organised a, they're going to have a sort of a, well, it's a mini drive, if you like, but what they're going to do is it'll be kind of contactless. There's going to be trailers left on street corners and people can just come and pop the food, the cans, etc., into those trailers and then those trailers will be delivered to the food bank. And that's happening on Monday the 29th. I'm assuming it's in the evening. I haven't got that time in front of me, I'm sorry, but Monday the 29th. And also the lines from out there are going to be having... A trailer I think at Countdown so just if you shop at Molesgill Countdown keep your eyes open I haven't got a date for that either and I know that the Molesgill Tauri uh, commun- um, Food Bank group have been looking at what they can do as well um, so I would suggest anyone wants to know they can either drop their food into the local food bank in Whitcliffe Street between 10am and 12pm or they could contact Michelle Kerr, the uh, food bank coordinator. Lovely stuff. Um, and, well, just whatever you can afford. Obviously, there's uh, some yeah. people who've uh, got a little bit more than others, and it's a really, really right. practical thing that you can do to help out families. Well, I know that I was speaking at Brooklyn's Retirement Village to their group, and they were uh, having a meeting afterwards to discuss doing a little food bank drive in the village. So there's all sorts of initiatives going on in all sorts of parts of our community, and... That's what makes the Mosgilto area a great place to live. Lovely to hear. Um, just a reminder that uh, you can have your voice heard about uh, the proposed uh, landfill at uh, Smooth Hill. Um, time still to do that? No, I think they closed on the 15th. Oh, have they? Yes. Goodness. Yep. yep. 
think they did. But um, our community board did make a submission. Uh, we have got a neutral stance to the landfill itself, but we were wanting to highlight some areas around the truck movements, um, how that was going to ha- happen around once the landfill was built and during construction. Um, and also just that there are appropriate conditions around any leachate or contaminants, um, what mitigation they're taking against things like um, earthquakes, landslips, flooding, that sort of thing. And um, we just wanted to know that they have explored alternative sites and and what their um, commitment is to alternative rubbish disposal. And I do know that there's going to be some major changes into how we we um, get rid of our rubbish and recycling, I think it's in 2023. So I know the council's already working very hard on that and it's in their 10-year plan. So, But that is what the community board asked to just highlight again and be considered and I think that was uh, perfectly uh, reasonable uh, things to do. Yeah, I suspect that, that submission probably encapsulates um, the bulk of the concerns that will have been expressed through other submissions around this. Mm. It will be interesting mm. to see where that all goes from here but uh, there you go that's what your community boards are able to do is to start to collect um, you know feedback from the community and and work on your behalf to um, to speak with the council and others about about some of these bigger issues that uh, affect us all yeah, indeed. Nice to have seen uh, the turf starting to turn on the Mosgiel, uh, the new um, pool, of course, um, but a wee bit of a delay in terms of when it's expected to be opened. Yes, it's now going to be mid-2023, which is disappointing for people, and it wasn't in relation to, um, as my understanding is, that there isn't a delay in terms of building materials or supplies. That was all pre-ordered and, and under control, so it was just in relation to final details from uh, ticking boxes around three waters, transport, those sorts of things, answering questions, detailed questions once the plan had been submitted. So um, it's great that it's underway and I know it's disappointing that we don't have a pool for the summer season but if we look to mid-2023, we'll be opening a pool and we will have a pool all the year round. So we'll soon catch up. Uh, Joy, you and I both know we'll blink and suddenly it'll be midway through 2023. Oh, I know. That's a scary thing, isn't it? Look, we've seen some some work done in Memorial Park too, some security cameras installed there. Yes, this is something the board's been lobbying for for, well, at least the last four years that I'm aware of and possibly before that, but I know that one of our board members who has a young family, uh, she uh, advocated for it last time. We kept we kept pushing it, then there was delays, uh, then they decided they were going to uh, go for a bigger package so they could purchase you know, more sensibly rather than buy a couple here and a couple there. And then of course they got held up on a boat. So uh, we're delighted that by the end of this month they'll be fully installed in Memorial Park and uh, just to reassure people that all that footage is kept securely and the only people that are allowed to access it are the police upon request. 
uh, my, the hope is that down the track it'll be able to go directly to the police to monitor in Dunedin. But at this stage it'll be recorded and the police can access it if they need to. So families should be encouraged that um, that whilst that you know doesn't stop bad behaviour initially, it certainly might um, make people think twice before they start doing silly things. Speaking of shared public spaces, work uh, continuing on the, the upgrade of the pocket parks? Yes, we've seen some um, initial design is being done for that now and I think it's going to spend this financial year and next financial year. But great to see things like the seating will be more suitable for older folk and, you know, higher and with armrests and it'll just make two really nice attractive spaces in the Mosgill Main Street for people to just stop, catch up with friends, have a coffee, have a chat, um, which is lovely. Now, speaking of, uh, again, uh, shared public spaces and the, and the power of the voice of the community, uh, we're seeing some uh, commitment to a half-basketball court uh, in the area as a response to uh, a survey that was done asking people what they wanted to see uh, in and around play spaces. Yes, and I think a big, big, big heads up and well done to our Parks and Recreation Department because... Look, the last three items we've talked about are all parks and rec, and here we are now getting a half-basketball court in Seddon Park. I noticed there was something in the ODT today about the one going in Nairn Street in Dunedin, so if people want to see what it looks like, there's a picture in the ODT. Um, yes, yeah, so, I mean, good on them. This is fantastic, and I'm sure there'll be a lot of young people will want to use that as well. I think they're looking at other other things that might need upgraded there as well, and it'll all come down to, to budgets and timing and resource availability. But, yes, the Parks and Recreation Department are doing an outstanding job. Well, we're just um, rocketing on towards the end of the year now, aren't we? And uh, we're going to be so uh, interested and invested in how the next weeks and months roll out in terms of um, the holiday season, a bit more freedom of movement for people all over the country. Uh, and no doubt holidays, people coming in and out of uh, the Mosgiel Tari area. Be a lovely place to take a holiday actually over the summer, I would imagine too. So yeah, it's just time for us to be mindful of the fact that there is going to be a little bit more movement and we need to take care of ourselves and each other. Indeed, Jeff. I think everyone's... It's been another hard year and it still is a challenging time. Uh, there's a lot of uncertainty, there's a lot of... Um, you know, I don't want to say negativity, but there's a lot of hard news to hear from time to time when we, and it can be a bit relentless. So I, I would just urge people to be kind to each other, be respectful of each other, uh, follow the guidelines, and um, we will get through this. Everybody deserves uh, whatever their place and work or whatever they're up to in life, everyone deserves a restful, peaceful time with their friends or their family. And if we just all take a deep breath and show a little bit of respect for each other, I'm sure we're all going to have a wonderful summer. Yeah, lovely thoughts, Joy. Always lovely to talk with you. The board meets again not now until 2023, uh, and two rather, two. and we've got uh, the, the 9th of February lined up for the first meeting of uh, yes, next year. Yes, the 9th of February, and we hope that'll be in the downs room. We hope by then we'll be, you know, we'll have our systems and our protocols sorted out so we can all meet um, together with the with the public. And um, of course, the work of the board won't stop. We still get. 
uh, we're still in communication with all the different staff members at the council about various issues that are going on and members of the public know that if they're not feeling they're getting anywhere ringing the customer services, if they haven't had a response to their inquiry or they haven't had a response to their emails, give it a couple of weeks and if you still haven't heard anything, feel free to contact a board member and we will follow it up for you. Great stuff. Your community board there for you, working on your behalf. Next time you and I speak, it'll be nearly Christmas, um, Joyce. I look forward to that, the joy of All Christmas. Right. Well, 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 certainly look forward. I wasn't sure we had another one. I we've got one more. might have been the last one. We've got one so more before Christmas, one. yeah. So, uh, well, if you're around, um, it'll be uh, lovely to talk with you. I think I will be. All I'm right. sure we'll find plenty to talk about then too, Jeff. Great to chat and look forward to catching up with you again. Thanks, Joy. Okay, thank you, Jeff. Bye-bye. That was Round the Boards, updates from Dunedin City Community Boards on ORFM, Dunedin's awesome morning show. For more information about Dunedin's six community boards and contact details, visit the Dunedin City Council website, dunedin.govt.nz or phone 477-4000. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.